Okay, and we are live. Back streets, back, all right. Mm, Yeah, okay. Sound looks good. Good enough for me. Good. Hello, hello, my dear friend. It is so wonderful to see your face on the on the computer, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, can I ask you if that's a t-shirt that's a different dude from BTS than the one you were wearing yesterday? Not BTS. Okay, yesterday. Hold on. Oh wait, Which... sorry, I fucked up. It's not BTS. It's Stray Kids. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my god, I'm getting canceled. <sighs> yep. All of our K-pop stands who are literally listening are like, nope, she's done. She's done. <laughs> we thought we. No, done. yeah. This is a. Uh, this is Mingi from ATs. Oh. Uh, I also love him. Oh, I still didn't even have the right band. No, that's okay. Fuck me. <laughs> no, those are my two favorites. Uh, ATs and Stray Kids. They're the best. Although, I have now, late in the game, I branched out a lot into, like, a lot of different other ones right now. But those two are, like, by by far my favorite. You're broadening your horizons. I am. We're really proud of you for that. Yeah. <laughs> I still haven't got this one, this sentence might get me canceled. Uh, I still haven't gotten into, like, the girl K-pop groups. I don't know why. It's just... I just only want to listen to the male K-pop groups. I have no idea why. Wow, it's the patriarchy, that's why. It's, yeah. And honestly, you should be better. <laughs> it's probably because I can, like, obsess over... Why? No, that's not true, because I would obsess over, like, the girl groups, too. I just haven't gotten there yet. I know that's, like, the final step in the K-pop evolution, and I'm scared to take that step. Do they have one of those, like, the evolution of man, where we go from being a fish to a monkey to a man, but it's, like, the evolution of the K-pop fan? I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it now. There you go. Million dollar idea. Every day I'm coming up with them. I'm just an idea farm. Tell me what's with you. Well. You just got back from a trip. I did. I did. I went on a work trip to Omaha, Nebraska, which um, a lot of people really like Omaha. I was not a huge fan, I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, I, yeah Tell me why. I, just, I don't like the Midwest. Tell me why. I don't like the Midwest. Um, it's not bad. Like, obviously, I've been to worse places. I've lived in worse places. <laughs> um, yeah, just for some reason, I, I didn't get the hype. But I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that I was going there by myself. And I was tr- trying to figure out um, trying to figure out things on my own. And I'm, you know, a scaredy cat who's paranoid of everything. So I'm just like... Bleh ready for someone to try and rob me the whole time um (laughs) yeah plus everybody's like everybody there to where i was going has been doing their job for a really long time and they just look at you funny when you have no idea what's going on and uh, that's rude yeah um, they're old white men i mean what can i expect (laughs) all of them fired all of them that's not even me using hyperbole that's 
No. That's literal. You know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know what I mean. I Again, like, I thought we fired a lot of them for being stupid and sexist, but whatever. Stupid. Yeah. The... It was it was fine. I learned some stuff that I'll probably never use, but uh, yeah. Don't you love that? Just a quick trip. Uh, oh, I did finish a book while I was on the trip, though. So uh, you know, to make it relevant to the actual content of this show, um, I finally read *The Coldest Girl in Cold Town* by Holly. Oh yeah! How this, was it? Well, firstly, this is a book that I was super excited to buy the. Uh, paperback of because Barnes and Noble was having like their buy one get one half off and I was like oh this is finally when I'm gonna get the book only to find out that you had gotten me this special edition hardcover like super pretty version of it <laughs> so now I have two <laughs> it sucks because I I I love like the special editions of books but god damn do they take forever like, once you've bought them to do anything with. Right. And that's so annoying to me. I'm like, wh- why why advertise? Just, 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 just do it, and I give you the money, and then you give me the book. Yeah, that's actually kind of the genius, and we will get into it um, with whatever we end up titling this episode. It will have something to do with Fourth Wing um because we're going to talk about that later but that was part of the genius of it the whole genius of the series is the marketing it's the we're bringing the um midnight release parties back we're going to release a special edition of the first book at the same time you come to buy the second book and oh yeah they're going to match so obviously you're going to buy them all like i did (laughs) like a stupid look at it look this is the marketing man and you're you're falling into his trap. I'm a straight up mark in anything I do. Like I'm not that smart. <laughs> I'm a mark. I may be like smart in other places, but in the marketing world, it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. <laughs> I grab the candy at the checkout line. I impulse buy books. I'm like, ooh, that's pretty. Ooh. Like yesterday. Yesterday. I got a bookish box email to buy special editions and I was like oh Olivia Wildenstein I love her she wrote like a series that I like that I haven't finished because I'm an idiot but I I really like it I'm gonna get this it was only two and three the first one was like included in like an adult bookish box and I almost bought those two not even knowing that those were two and three not even one two and three so I'm like Alyssa no you don't need this pretty book stop it I'm proud of you. And you didn't buy it? I did not buy it. Wow. Everyone snaps. Snaps for lists. We're very proud of you. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but to answer your question, I liked it a lot. That's good. Uh, It was really good. It was very, like, classic kind of vampire. And even in the acknowledgments, she writes about how this book was kind of my love letter to all the classic vampire novels. And so she listed like all of her inspirations and um, yeah, I just really liked it. I liked it so much that, uh, where is it? Oh, let me go grab it. I dog-eared the pages. This better be on the uh, paper bag version. <laughs> yeah, so that's how you know I like a book. Which is the opposite of what some people might yeah. think you do with books, but no, when you like them, you, you tear them up and, um, you know, 
or do you love them? Give us some favorite passages. Let's go. Oh my gosh, hold on. Yeah. So No, no thinking. Just do. Well, it's got to be this one. It's uh so the main character is this girl named Tana. She's young. She the book opens it through this very traumatic experience. They end up going to Cold Town, which is where they have like sequestered the vampires. Um, and anybody who they think might turn into a vampire. And... <laughs> You're looking sus. You need to go to Cold Town. <laughs> so, of course, she uh, gives this other guy a ride there, and he's very handsome, and he's a vampire, and he, like, talks in the oldie English. You know, the classic Twilight. Like, sometimes you... I was like, like how old from... is he? <laughs> Say it. Sometimes <laughs> you speak like you're from a different time. Um... <laughs> Oh, but there's a there's a kiss scene very early on in the book between the two of them, but then they get separated for, like, most of the book. And so it's them kind of, like, their paths crossing again. So it's... Oh, we love this. But I literally, like, had to do a jump. Like, oh, oh my God, because I wasn't expecting this early in the book for there to be, like, a romantic yeah. development. Yeah, okay, here it is. He said, I am no favorite. As he said the words, his expression changed. His fingers closed on her shoulder. His eyes glittered like gems as he bent toward her. But let me have one last thing I do not deserve. Sir? <laughs> Sir? I was freaking out. I was freaking out. Oh my yeah, and, and then he kisses her, and then it's really good. And each chapter opens up with a quote about death, and I just think that's so cool. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, like chapter 31. For I know that death is a guest divine who shall drink my blood as I drink this wine. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> that's a poet, uh, William Winter. Anyways, I gave it four stars only because it should have been longer really yes i think there were so many side plots that got wrapped up a little too quickly there were so many side characters that could have had like more development it was too short this should have been two books i stand by that um but yeah it was really really good so that was the most all right that was putting holly black on notice write us at least a novella that finishes that first book right i want the christmas episode (laughs) dude I don't know why A Court of Frost and Starlight gets so much hate. I actually enjoyed it. We, it's been years, literal years at this point, that we've been uh-huh. saying that novella is so good. For those of you who haven't read the Sarah J. Moss series, A Court of Thorns and Roses, that's like, it's not the fourth book, but it is the fourth book. It's this little novella, whatever. If you skipped it, go back and read it because you missed out on some important stuff. Because it's literally, it's it's literally the Beauty and the Beast Christmas movie. Like, come on, an Enchanted Christmas. Like that movie slaps. That book slaps. We need more Christmas specials in the world. And I've just set Sarah off on a completely different path than where we were going. I know you did not just bring up Beauty and the Beast and Enchanted Christmas. We could do a whole episode on that. Alone. We should. We should. We should on do a live watching of that. I'm writing it down. Write that down. Write that down. Write, write that down. See, I got wise. Instead of trying to memorize everything, I'm going to take notes on my little notepad here. So That's yeah. fair. We're slowly but surely growing. We are. So EBT, the evolution. <laughs> 
you know what? Kind of a if I was like any type of graphic, see, this is this is up in your alley. You need to design it, and I'll find somebody who can produce the shirt. <laughs> I okay. I want us to get sweatshirts, like you know the comfort color sweatshirts that Say just less. have like. <laughs> Alyssa's like whatever. I already have Etsy pulled up. <laughs> um, but they're like. It would be like collegiate, so it looks like a college, but it would say everything but the book, just in block letters, and then established 2020, whenever we started doing this. 21, which is why I noticed the, our username, at least the EBTV username on Discord, is EBTV underscore 21. Oh my god, I'm <laughs> such an idiot. Of course. Duh. Yeah, it was January of 21. Um mm-hmm. What a yeah. great day. So, you know, if if you're interested in buying some merch, that's what I would like <laughs> our merch to be. <laughs> I know now. I can do that. I can do it on, on the Bonfire website. Oh, Bonfire is free. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Alyssa's been making um, making merch for her office, and uh, I get an email notification every time she drops a new design <laughs> you're welcome you need the email hat obviously <laughs> i kind of do i kind of want it you know i now that i've worn it around like in the office and in the crypt or whatever everybody's like i'm like yeah just buy one They're just looking- buy one you can wear it during evals i don't give a fuck <laughs> that's cool it's it's kind of silly but it's kind of cool so Ew. mainly cool. But yeah. Oh my god, we could just get EBTB hats. Yeah, dad hats for life. I have so what, many fucking what, hats. What's your comfort color? What, what what comfort color sweatshirt would you get? Oh my gosh. Are you like a light pink? Like the rosy pink? I I would. But I'm trying to think of like a color that I don't have because I'm a sorority girl, and I have a sorority sweatshirt that's kind of like a salmon-y pink color already, and yes, it is comfort colors. <laughs> um, yeah, I have like baby blue. I've got, well, of course I have gray. I have gray everything. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I can only picture it like in pastel colors, you know what I mean? Like purple and yellow and pink and like, okay. a, like a robin's egg blue. Um, My comfort colors are definitely know. like dark green, tan, <laughs> brown, <Ooh>. black. The Weirdly, earth. colors blue. of the earth. So scarlet, it was maroon. That's what we Bridget and I have turned you into a Swifty. Nope, we're not. We're proud of it. We're not going to go down that route because I will get canceled if I say some of the things that I have said about Taylor Swift while inebriated. That's the patriarchy. Fuck the patriarchy. No. We chant on the ground. No. She... Okay, so it's funny. Right as I crossed the line. Right as I said, you know what? I enjoy the music. I don't know this person well enough to have any... Like, opinions on their personality whatsoever. I'm just gonna say, fuck it. I like it. 
Uh-huh. Uh, and then she officially had became a billionaire, and now I have to hate her again because I can't make exceptions for billionaires. It doesn't matter who they are. You can't be an ethical billionaire. You can't get a billion dollars off of your own wages. You do it on the backs of the wage earners. <sighs> but did you see that she does give a lot of money to her workers? Like, she paid, like, all of her... I'll have to find it, but she paid, like, all of her, like, like people who, like, move her from, like, city to city. Like, the people who do the semis, crew set up, tear down, all that stuff. She paid them a lot of money. <laughs> Yeah, send me send me that because uh, no, I haven't read any of that. <laughs> <laughs> because no, <laughs> because no. Uh, we can't. We can't, I, we can't get into. We're it. gonna derail the conversation again uh, because. So I I was sick like the last like three days, like yeah. sleeping most of the day. I finally understood how it was to either be like a sloth or a koala, like one of the two. <laughs> um, just mostly sleeping, like max five hours awake like ridiculous right i started feeling i started yesterday off terribly it was rough by the end of the night i felt like really good my dumb ass my brain is like you know what you have been sleeping consistently for you know three nights now you should stay awake i'm like no 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 and then i found a new K-drama to be invested in. And this is the first kind where it's not just, like, a contemporary. It's contemporary mixed, like, with mm, fantastical elements. So it's, like, magical realism, if you will. Hot damn. It's so good. I'm only on episode... I started episode six because I was like, did they fucking kiss or not? I need to know. Did they? And we don't know. But we did see... So it was the classic, like... Dude got drunk, she's taking care of him, he doesn't remember the night. He just wakes up the next morning in his own bed like, what the fuck? So he's gone through the, like, the three different scenarios, and in one of those scenarios, obviously, like, in his imagination, they kiss, and, like, you're seeing it on the screen, you're like... <laughs> I have to so say good. that the microphone is automatically cutting out the sounds, I think, Alyssa's making. I I didn't make any sounds. I was, I was tempted, but I was like, control it. Don't scream in Sarah's ear. <laughs> oh, okay. That makes way more sense because you're being super animated. I'm like, I know there's, I know there's something going on there. Good job. Good acting skills. Um, oh my god, you should be an actor. Dune three. <laughs> Dune. Dude. Yeah. Do you, but I, it's it's so cool because this is like we haven't developed the plot with this as much like we're getting there but it basically is almost like a uh, like past life uh, resurrection type thing like again this is all speculation none of it's been confirmed but I'm feeling that the main character the female main character and the male main character um they were together in a past life. He was rich, she was poor, or whatnot, classic situation. Um, but she became, like, a witch-type person. He killed her. I, I'm, I'm just saying it. He killed her in a past life, and so now this is, like, redemption in, like, a new life. I haven't, it's not confirmed. But that's what my brain thinks. And I'm like... This isn't Hotel Del Luna, is it? 
No, oh. it's destined with you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's so good. And Rowoon is so hot. I'm gonna buy another shirt. He is uh he was a member of SF9 and now he's kind of like an actor. I can't remember if he's already done his military service or not, but he's a six foot two hot Korean man. That's all you need to know. <laughs> I feel like you have a running like strategic calendar on all of these people and like when their service is supposed to kick in and like when Oh no, you're you're suspiciously moving out of frame. Do you? It's all up in here in the noggin. <laughs> the Google Maps of my mind. Um, I definitely have looked it up for like other actors and and like K-pop stars. I'm like, when is your service? When is Stray Kids ending? But Korea just um, Korea just extended their timeline so that like if idols are like doing really well. They like like basically I think it became because of BTS because you know like BTS was super huge and they had military service and that's kind of like now they're doing like they're all solo careers but Korea like moved the age so now it used to be like you had to do it by like, 27, 28 and I think they moved it back to thirty so oh. there's still time okay interesting isn't that crazy that if that's the reason why they did that like pop idols being able to influence national defense policy <laughs> isn't that wild this is also why i want that korea tdy so bad so bad i just couldn't if i meet well don't go putting the horse horse no you are supposed to put the horse before the cart it's the cart that shouldn't be in front of the horse <laughs> bridget has that was, do you know what, I said that, I said a version of that too, and that made it to the quote book. <laughs> okay, I said, don't put the horse before the cart, and I'm like, oh wait. Wait a second, the horse is, wait, the, wait, the wait, horse's wait is in the front of the cart. <laughs> so yeah, go ahead, put the horse before the cart. Yeah, go ahead, you do put you. the horse before the cart, I'll be the horse. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> Neither do I, ah, uh, books. <laughs> books, right, oh, um, here's a transition. Are those shows on Netflix? Yeah, they are, aren't they? Yes, this is why I can't get rid of Netflix. I'm not done. And so we come to our first talking point. Actually, two talking points. I don't know. Did we talk about? Did we talk about season two for Lockwood? On that, we did on our last episode. I did. Right. We we did talk about Lockwood and Co, but now Shadow and Bone has officially been canceled by the executives at Netflix. And not to mention, we're not even getting a spinoff of Six of Crows like they promised. They axed the Six of Crows spinoff. They canceled the show. All of the actors and Lee Bardugo and everybody involved with the show took to social media and they posted mm. like the most heart-wrenching stuff about how they all really just enjoyed working with each other and how much these roles meant to them like f- freaking freddie carter posted a picture oh. of kaz's gloves that they gave to him i was took me out man as the kids say took me out <laughs> no I was, uh, yeah i was i was pretty angry 
when I saw that. I was in the airport, actually. <laughs> I saw it, and I was just like, this has to be an elaborate April Fool's joke. <laughs> but the only fool is me, because it's not April, and uh, it's legit. So, um, I recall in a previous episode, I said, if they cancel Shadow and Bone, I'm canceling Netflix. Because them canceling Lockwood and Co. was almost enough for me to do it in the first place. So now mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm i going through my list and I'm like, alright, what do I absolutely have to watch before I yep. get rid of the streaming service? Because as a low-level consumer, that's the only thing I can do, right? I've been adding Netflix on social media for years. I created a Threads account just so I could bully them on Threads. That hasn't worked. So the only thing I can do is put my money where my mouth is and no longer give it to them so is is threads twitter threads is instagram's twitter yeah so you know how you're scrolling through your feed on instagram and it comes up with like those black boxes that just have like text sometimes yeah threads dude it's threads it's not on Instagram, you have to also have threads. Like, the app is separate, but, um, yeah. So, they canceled five shows. They also canceled Agent Elvis, which looked hilarious. Um, and then some other shows, but it's just... Chad and Bowen enters the long line of high potential fantasy series. Bless you. God. I tried to keep it. <laughs> You were doing a great model, I'm gonna fucking ruin it. Also, I'm all obsessed us. Because we started ABTV, and then Julian the Phantoms got cancelled. You think it's our fault? And then Lockwood got cancelled. And now Shadow and Bone. Oh, is it us? They're Are trying to silence us drama? by taking away the things we love most. Alright guys, sorry, we're actually cancelling ABTV this time. We got shows to protect. It's canceled. I'm sorry. Everything else is canceled, so we're just gonna have to cancel it. Um, yeah, so I was pretty pretty disappointed. It didn't come as the biggest shock in the world. Um, but, it, yeah, it was disappointing just entering a long list of fantasy shows that Netflix can't keep going for whatever reason because they don't put up Bridgerton numbers, but they're going to keep making, you know, another season of fucking Love is Blind or whatever their next trash TV show is. The Circle. <laughs> That's coming from somebody who does watch at least part of every season of Love is Blind, but not anymore. Yeah. Not anymore. I just, I don't, like, I know that, I think we did talk about it. Maybe, I'm not sure if it was like an EBTV episode or if it was like IRL. But I know that we talked about, um, like, Netflix and, like, the thresholds that shows have to meet, which I think is just so silly. Yeah. Like, as a, as a, as a platform who has the rights to create, like, I just don't get it. Like, you're still numbering in the, in, like, the millions, billions. Like, that should count for something. And it's, it's surprising when it doesn't. Like, not, like, you wouldn't want every single show to be a Bridgerton. Like, I just, I personally don't get it, but, I mean, I'm not a finance, marketing, business guru at all. Again, like I said, I'm a mark. 
<laughs> yeah, it's like it has to stay in the top 10 for a certain number of weeks. It has to have a certain number of aggregate viewership. It has to have a certain completion rate. So everybody who starts the series has to make it to the end or else they don't really count it as a watch. Um, yeah, there's just a whole bunch of these thresholds. It's like if it the show can be popular in 45 countries and stay in the top 10 for 16 weeks and still not be popular enough. Like, I don't... I don't know. I bet that doesn't make sense, to be honest. Like, that's... It makes me sad, because, again, talking about corporations and evilness, like, they're not doing it. Again, I'm naive as fuck. I'm like, they should be doing it out of good of their hearts. For the, love, for the love of the craft. They should be making exactly. it the love of the craft. No, it's money. It's money. Money is the root of all evil. Maybe church did get one thing right. But it's also, money can buy happiness. Uh, you, can't, you can't tell me that it doesn't. It's funny you should say that the church says money is the root of all evil when they're the... The I worst one. I won't say they're the worst, but they're... I will. Pretty fucking bad. <laughs> about money. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's it. Shadow and Bones over. There's always a chance that another streaming service picks it up. There's another chance that another studio makes, uh, can option the Six of Crows adaptation separately. Um, it could happen, but... Do you think, like, Netflix, like, bought those rights and is, like, refusing to do anything with them? No, I don't, I don't think that's what they're doing. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't think that's what it is. Because they don't... Okay, well, they don't, good. They don't option the... Like the series itself, they optioned the adaptation, and they've already made their adaptation and they've canceled it. So they don't own, like, they don't own Shadow and Bone because it's not their creation. They own their version of it. I see. I see. So there is hope. There is there. There is a chance out there. It's yeah. It's very small. It has happened for a couple of other shows. There's even been instances where Netflix will renew a show that they have canceled, like Warrior Nun. Um, th- but I, I don't really foresee it happening. I think if something is going to get picked up, it's going to be, um, it's going to be the Six of Crows that the showrunner Eric Heiser wrote the script for. Um, so yeah. That's kind of stuff-ass. Like, you write a whole-ass TV show script, and they're like... <laughs> anyway... <laughs> And then they wait until, right, like, they couldn't say during the strike that they were going to cancel the show, but they've probably known for months that it was on the chopping block, and then uh, after the sag after strike is officially over, now they can say, all right, we're canceling this, this, and this, now we have to pay people more money, and also it doesn't help that it's a big budget show, so. Dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Fuck them. Whatever. Uh, Stupid Netflix. But there is good news for adaptations. Lockwood and Co., as everyone knows, I'm obsessed with, is getting a graphic novel. <gasps> That's right. A graphic right. freaking novel. It's going to be illustrated by an artist I've been following for a long time, specifically for her Lockwood and Co. fan art. Um, but she, um, yeah, is going to be writing it. It's going to be in French. We don't have a date on when it's going to be translated into English, but uh, you bet your ass I'm going to buy the French version as soon as it comes out. I'm, uh, I'm very excited. Wow. She's posted. All right, you know what time it is, Sarah. 
it's Duolingo time. <laughs> time for Duo. <laughs> Shamapel, Sarah. <laughs> it's like, bitch, you haven't done your streak today. Uh-oh. How, how long is your Duolingo streak? Let's find out. It's like, I think if I do it today, it's 2.32. That's like 232 days in a row? Yeah. That's a lot. Since I, since I, sorry. Oh, that's, that's my monies. Okay, yeah, if I finish today, it's going to be 2.32. Which is really cool, because I've actually started to, like, not, like, if I need to reply to a text or whatnot, and, I, and I'm watching the show, I can still understand pieces of it. Like, not 100%. It's like a solid, like, 20. But that's better than nothing. <laughs> but it's something. It is. I'm like, oh, I remember that weird-ass word they taught me. Because, <laughs> of course, Duo's not like, let me teach you, like, the regular basics. Let's let's teach you how to say tissue. And I'm like, what? what I just want to learn, like, how are you? How is Otto okay? <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> Look at that. Look at you speaking Korean. I only know one Korean word, and that's Komsameda. Thank you, I think. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and that's only because um, I had a, a... I made a friend who is Korean... And he took us, a group of us, out to Korean barbecue. I told you about this, didn't I? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're, like, looking at the menu, and he's like, no, 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 put those down. He's like, put the menus down. And he, oh, shoot, I wish I could remember. Uh, he started calling the waitress by, like, the the word for auntie. Mm. And uh, you could just tell she was over the moon. And he ordered for everybody. <laughs> and... Um, it was fucking fantastic. It was so good. We got the best service in that restaurant that night, I guarantee it. One day. One day. They're going to be like, who's this white chick mm-hmm. <laughs> saying these words? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, so silver lining of that is that at least Lockwood is getting a bit of an adaptation. Um that's that. Do you know? Do you know if it was like Jonathan Stroud looking at like her like account and being like, "That's the girl," or was it like? Do you know if it was like a like a audition process kind of thing? I do not know at all. But you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna ask. <laughs> I'm just gonna message That's right. like, "Hey, Sarah's so famous on all of her like." Instagram art stuff, getting all these authors and just people. Ah, it's so, it's so great. Ah, that's so untrue. First of all, <laughs> it's not. People repost the author repost. Sarah talks to them. I've seen it. Yeah, well, they're also people. I know, not, not but it's us. so cool. Not to us. I was taking a walk with AJ yesterday, and I think I described my view of Lee Bardugo as like semi-worshipping a god so like obviously I don't think she's just a person but in reality they are just people and are people with social media and it does better for people's social media when they engage with you know 
They're following. They're engaging with you. They I are. All I do people. feel very special, and every time it happens, I take a little screenshot, and I, I send it to you, because I'm like, oh, Ooh. look at this. <laughs> we, need, we need all of your likes, and everything just on one shirt. Just everything. So. I know you have a shirt. I didn't get the shirt or the stickers, but I do have the, I have the coffee mug. Uh, I took the screenshot of Lee Bardugo liked your post, and I put it on a coffee mug. <laughs> we can also set that on our bonfire website. <laughs> Hell yes. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. I would wear a black hat and just embroidered in white, Lee Bardugo liked this post. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. But yeah, I can ask. Um, Name's Raka something. No guarantees I'll get an answer, but you know what? For you guys, I'll I'll try to figure it out. For you, I will. Mm. What a throwback. Teddy Geiger. Say it again. I don't know what song you're referencing. (laughs) For the first time ever, I don't think I know what song that is. No, don't even, don't. I see you're going to try to pull it up. I'm going to send it to you. Oh, okay. Fine, you can do that then. can't believe it. Oh, man. I'm so sad. But. Alright, let's just break this band-aid off. What did you think about fucking fourth wing? (laughs) Okay, here it is. Here it is. Okay, how, let's start. How did I first hear about Fourth Wing? This is before I left the TikTok community. I don't have TikTok anymore. It is just... I can't. I can't deal with it. They're stealing my data and making me stupid. Yeah. And the doom scrolling was just too bad. Um... It was where I got a lot of my book like recommendations, a lot of my book information, a lot of stuff about authors. Like th- This is where I would get all my news. And uh, so now I don't have that anymore. <laughs> I, don't, I have to very intentionally stay plugged in with people like on their other social media platforms or um, I just don't. I just don't know what's really going on in the book talk world. So uh, that's where I first heard about fourth wing i knew that it was getting a lot of buzz and i remember that the only thing people would say about it is that it has dragons and they would be like need i say more do i have to say anything else there's dragons in it and i'm like yeah well actually yeah you do have to say something something you can't just say oh dragons blah and then run away and be like this book's gonna be amazing because oh my god that just makes me that just that right that description makes me think of um uh, easy a have you seen easy a of obviously course. with emma stone of course i've seen i have to ask because you know our our manager does not understand movies but she has seen that one um but the scene at the end where um emma stone's walking and like everything's like coming to fruition and the girl that used to play miranda from lizzie mcguire shows up and she's like he ran away with the black guy. Blah, blah. And she's like, oh, this is Mark Twain. That's how it felt. Dragons! And then she runs away. <laughs> oh, no. A girl who used to play Miranda and Lizzie McGuire? I've never put that together before. And I've seen EZA like ten times. 
Oh my god. That's funny. Um but yeah, so yeah. there's dragons. There's dragons, yeah, and that that was it wasn't enough to hook me. Call me pretentious or what have you, but um and I knew that there was kind of a magic school aspect to it and I hate the magic school trope. I can't stand That's so it. funny because I also have to say I fucking love I love like a training montage. I love I'm a sucker for stupid origin stories, like yes. And I think that's just a personal preference of mine is that I don't I don't like the magical school, especially when it's like the magical school where we intentionally kill a bunch of the yes. students to like keep its prestige. Um, I hate that. I will say this about the second one: that part gets called out a little bit by some other characters, and I it, a little part of me was very satisfied to be like, oh, even in this universe, that doesn't make sense to everybody. Cool. Um, it's so yeah, it doesn't. So I didn't. I didn't read it for a long time. I was like, I'm not going to buy it. One, I don't think the cover is very pretty. I didn't like it, um, and there was nothing about it that really got me going. I knew that there was the main character, and I knew that the main love interest was going to be a dude named Zayden. Are you fucking kidding me? Worst name ever. I do agree with that. We're going to get canceled. This is the, this is the episode we get canceled. Are you kidding me? So. I mean, her other choice was Dane. I'll get to that. Good. <laughs> Because I swear to God, Sarah, if you fucking like Dane, I knew it. I fucking knew it. I was reading this like, Sarah's going to love Dane because she loves Mal. Oh, I can't fucking stand this guy. <laughs> I was like, if he dies, I will not be happy enough. <laughs> okay. All right. Let me explain myself. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here go. <laughs> Why do we like Dane? I, my face is so flushed. I feel like I'm on trial right now. (laughs) Okay, I can't say anything about the second one. Because one, you haven't read it. And two, we're not talking about that. If he fucking gets a redemption arc, I'm gonna, I'm gonna murder somebody straight up. So let me just go ahead and stick to the first one. Let me just keep it on the first one. Jane is Violet's, wait, do you have like a recap of this book at all? Um, sure, let's let's do it live. Um, welcome to Fourth Wing. Uh, the not there's I'll do a non-spoiler straight into a spoiler summary. How about that? Fourth Wing, uh, magic school. Not a lot of people are good enough to pass it because a lot of people fucking die. Lots of deaths. Think, think Zodiac Academy, but with consequences. Even then, that's not enough. But everybody has. Like, then there's, like, this culling. You have to get picked by a dragon. If you don't get picked by a dragon, guess what, bitch? Repeat your year. It's, like, an automatic redo. No matter how good you are, no, next. Dragons don't pick you. You ain't shit. So, uh, there's this girl named Violet, and she's basically the heir. Not really. She's not the heir. She's, like, the second daughter of, like, this high-ass general lady who is kind of stuck up and the worst. But, of course, Violet has mommy issues, so she's going to try to do whatever she can to oppress her mother. Um, uh, her brother's dead. Her sister is successful. And uh, so she goes to this school because last second, 
whatever. She's like, I want to be a fighter. Well, not really. She wanted to be like, no, that's a different book. I'm getting, I'm getting confused. Sorry. No, you're right. She wanted, she wanted to be a scribe. She wanted to be like their version. Oh, okay, of the okay. Yeah, you. Is that all from the same one of the same premises for what, uh, Mark, one of Mark Lawrence's books or whatever the book that wouldn't burn? And I was like, wait, did I just cross those two? No, because they had the same plot. Um, <laughs> sort of. Only in that, only in that regard. There's no dragons in that book. But so Violet is not doing great. She wanted to be described, so she's all gangly and got no muscles, and so she starts training, and then she catches the eye. Well, one of her best friends is there, and he's like a year or two older than her or whatever. His name's Dane. We hate him. I hate him. Sarah loves him, but we'll figure that out later. Um, (laughs) And um, so to protect her, Dane is like, I'm gonna help you, blah, blah, blah. He doesn't really help her, but she catches the eye of Zayden Ryerson, who's this dark, mysterious boy, and uh, she gets transferred into Fourth Wing, which is like a squadron, basically. Ends up... Okay, now we get into spoilers. Ends up that uh, she does not get one dragon. This bitch is so special, she gets two. Because one of them is like a baby dragon who is like about to get murked and Violet stood up for the baby dragon, and so the big dragon was like, yes, you saved my baby dragon, I love you. So now she's got two dragons, and they come with powers or whatever, so like, it's kind of like Aragon in a way, like, if you bond with your dragon rider, or sorry, your dragon, you're the rider, if you bond with your dragon, you can kind of utilize their powers and such, so Violet bonds, like, with this big, strong-ass dragon, and, but the little one's even stronger, but she just hasn't grown full yet. Anyway, Dane becomes a cuck, and uh, so Violet's like, bye, boy, and... Write <laughs> like that down, write like that down. Um, she, like, stays with Zayden Ryerson. There's fucking mega spice in this book. Like, that hit me out of nowhere. I was like, oh, this is, this is not YA. There is sexual intercourse happening. <laughs> Uh, anyway, there's like this looming war, and so they go off, and they try to fight, blah, 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 and there's a twist at the end. There's two twists. It's back-to-back twist. Twist. Zayden's just the boy who twist. she thought he was, and then somebody who was dead is not. da 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 Whoa, spooky. That was very good for being on the fly. Good job. That was awful, but... <laughs> I will... Okay. I mean, I got two really great quotes out of it. One being, Violet has mommy issues and Dane becomes a cuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's but, all you need to know. <laughs> here's what I'll say on the more explicit content in this book. It comes out of nowhere. Nowhere! I remember messaging you and Bridget and being like, I was just sitting down to breakfast listening to the audiobook and all of a sudden I was like, what the what is happening? Porno. Because Straight porno. Well, the whole thing is written in more of a YA style, I'll say. It yes. feels like it is directed towards a YA audience, and then all of a sudden it was like, went very, very quickly the other direction, and I was like, oh, oh, I mean, this, this is, this is like why we have invented the new adult um, genre right or the Uh new adult um 
demographic. I don't know. But yeah, it, it felt very out of place for me. It's one of the things that structure-wise of the book I, I didn't like because I agree. it just didn't feel like it fit with the rest of the storytelling. Um, it wasn't bad. It was just like, whoa. Yeah, it was really good spice, but like like you said, it just came out of left field. You're just like, no, oh my god. <laughs> You're like, goodness, really? Right now? <laughs> Aren't you guys worried about dying? <laughs> oh yeah, there's just a constant, constant threat of death. That uh, yeah. Um. So with the so here's something I did really like about the book. So in a lot of these books, there's the like faded mates trope where the characters that, oh, they should be enemies because this and that. And, you know, Violet's mom executed Zayden's dad. And so, you know, she thinks he wants to kill her um, and he did and then he doesn't. And yeah, whatever. Um, They are not the mates the dragons they are bonded to are. So this was, I thought was a really, really interesting take on forcing proximity between these two characters because it's not some unspoken bond between them, it's their dragons. So I I was a big fan of that. So the book got a lot better after there was more um, dragoning. (laughs) It took a long time to get to the dragons. It did, yeah. It took way long than I thought. I mean, granted, I love a training montage, but when it's when it feels like it just drags along forever, and so that's I think that's probably also why like you don't like the magic school system because everything's in like a school year. Yeah. So like you know like progression wise throughout the book like all right so we're at the halfway point of the school year she's not gonna manifest anything because blah 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 we still have the rest of the school year to go so I do think that is a horrible part of the of like the magic things like same same thing with harry potter you knew he wasn't gonna have like this big battle like on october 1st (laughs) like all of it was in may let's be honest (laughs) hold on this is making me think voldemort could have been way more strategic at the timing why are they why don't they take over school why don't they take over hogwarts when no one's there for the summer and then they all come back, and then it's run by Dementors or Death Eaters or whatever. You know, there's probably a fanfic about that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's our that's our next thing we're gonna be doing is sending each other uh, pieces to read on Ao3. <laughs> it's how we stay connected. This is how you keep a long distance friendship. Write that down. Write that down. Ao3 fanfics. Got it. <laughs> 